Welcome everybody to this revolutionary life. I am Jen. And I am Ken. And we are the wife and husband duo coming to you from Detroit, Michigan. Yes, and I want it to be noted that I gave you Tom Billing there. So it was wife and husband, not husband and wife. I was being very progressive. <laughs> Right there, <laughs> it caught me off guard yeah. almost. I didn't even, I didn't even think twice about it. Yeah, that was awesome. I appreciate that. Wife's, I, wife should take top billing, and I appreciate you. And we are back with episode two of this revolutionary life. Last week, uh, we talked about the uh, COVID nineteen shenanigans uh, in our state related to the fitness industry, mm -hmm. and this and, week and I, impacts thereof. Yes. And this week, I think we are going to talk about a more broad topic, uh, something that is very near and dear to us. And that is the concept of holistic health. Yeah. I think we want to kind of introduce ourself and our facility and our methodologies a little bit here in the beginning stages of uh, this podcast and kind of let everybody know what is holistic health to us, why our gym is the holistic revolution, and um, you know, the ins and outs of what our beliefs are and how we run our facility with those beliefs in mind. Yes, and also maybe touch on slightly what holistic health is not. To us okay sure what it's not because there's a whole heck of a lot of when you use that term uh, just like a lot of term and, and again as you're gonna see through many many episodes of this this podcast not to be conspiratorial because <laughs> I can be that way yeah. but a lot of these terms have are hijacked by Let's call them outside entities. I'll give you an easy example: the word organic. They're, okay. They're, yeah. Or or the or they're, e they're easily marketable. Yes. Or terms like wellness. Okay. To where everything and its brother falls under that category. So yeah. we have to be very careful because we do get people who come in, they 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 hear the word holistic, and they think it's we're we're one thing and we're not that thing. So we should be clear on. Yeah, I think on once once things get, you know marketable yeah, it muddies the waters they uh, they kind of yeah they uh, they go they go south real quick sure so uh, holistic revolution we spell holistic with a W uh, so and w -H -O. why is that well so it's w-h-o-l I-S-T-I-C-C. Which is not the it. correct way to spell no. holistic. We know that. Thank <laughs> you for telling us. <laughs> We've been told numerous times, you know, you spelled that wrong. No, we did not spell that wrong. We did that on purpose. Um, because it, it's spelled that way because we deal with the whole person. Okay? Correct. So regardless of your goal, if you're coming in and you want to compete in a powerlifting meet, if you want to... Uh, get off blood pressure and cholesterol meds if you want to just Be able to chase your kids around and not have your knees hurt Whatever your goal is you can't deny or you can't overlook the, Your whole self and so what do we mean by whole we mean first and foremost uh, What's your dream? So we talk about core values a lot. Why the why? Why are you here? Why why is it important to you to compete in this powerlifting meet? Why is it important to you to not be on blood pressure and cholesterol meds? Mm -hmm. Why is it important to you to not have your knees hurt? Okay. Uh, nutrition, which comprises food and water, sleep, and all factors therein of rest or recovery. Yes. And then the last piece of the puzzle, which we touched slightly on last week, uh, movement. And that's what makes us, or as people, some people call it exercise, we call it movement, okay? Mm -hmm. Because movement, and the reason we don't say exercise is because we are trying to be inclusive and we understand that some people due to, maybe due to factors of the fitness industry, 
uh, aren't really comfortable with exercise. Not everyone likes to, you know, we get in this bubble where we think everyone likes to just bang weights and scream and, and train super hard. That's not the case. So we classify it as movement. So that could mean yoga. That could mean playing a sport. That could mean weight training. That could mean yeah, lots of things. Exercise has a negative connotation. I think everybody can agree with that. You know, to exercise is a chore, right? I have to go exercise. Have to. Well, instead of choose to or want to. Way. or, And again, because it's marketable, it has, you know, pretty much destroyed the term. <laughs> um, yes, to where, so now, like, to, not to cut you off, but to where people, when they've come in, we joke about this all the time, when they come in and they get put through an assessment or they get put through a proper training session, they always have a bewildered look on their face, especially if they've come from somewhere else where it's one of these death by exercise programs. Mm -hmm. If it's a CrossFit place, if it's a boot camp, if it's whatever, bodybuilding. And they look and they go, wow, that wasn't, wow, that wasn't what I expected at all. Right. Because A, we don't fit the cultural stereotypes of what a, a trainer or a health coach is supposed to look like, is supposed to act like, sure. is supposed to dress like. We don't fit into those stereotypes, so that's confusing. Our facility doesn't fit into the stereotypes because it's not full of, you know, half-assed equipment from China. Everything's made in America, and it's some things you haven't seen, and some things are new, and so we're on the cutting edge. And you know, and the sessions are applicable to the goal, and they we meet the client um, skill level and intensity meet, and everything is good, and everyone leaves happy. So, sure. so core values: sleep, nutrition, and movement. That is our definition of holistic, um, and that's what we do, and that's what we focus on. So, re so again, regardless of whatever you say you want to do, it's we're going to talk about those four things. And the difference is, is that when you deal with maybe the fitness industry in general, it's only focused on movement. Correct. And as you well know, because you have tons of stuff to talk about on this. Uh, this is why exercise programs can only ever get harder. Correct. It's only ever more. So only it's like when it's it's like uh, we get a lot of people from the six day six day a week two time a day ninety minutes each time they're mm -hmm. exercising as a part time job it's twenty four hours a week yeah. right yeah. is this zaniness right okay and it's like it's only ever more and then when that doesn't work. As we talked about a little bit last week, the fitness industry's response is always to blame you and say, well, it's because you didn't work hard enough. Yep, you didn't do enough. Which, or is, which is impossible. Or you're eating too much or, <clears throat> you know, somehow somehow it's your fault. You didn't, you didn't invest enough time and energy into it, which we all can agree, I think, is not normally the case. I mean, yes, there is a level of eating too much and... That certainly could be an issue, but dropping calories down, you know, into the single digits is not sustainable. It's not, it's not a viable long-term strategy. And sustainability is going to be your key for long-term wellness. If you go on a crash diet and you drop your calories and you're, you know, eating once a day and working out twice a day and all these things, that's not going to be sustainable. Sure, you might drop a bunch of weight. Is it healthy? No. It's going to come back. Is it going to come back? Absolutely. Are you going to be able to maintain that? No. Why do you think every time somebody drops a bunch of weight, they get excited, go on, you know, drop a bunch of weight for vacation or for a wedding or for you know, X and then turn around and come back and they blow up within a week or two, double where they were before, you know, double, triple weight gain. And then they get down on themselves. They get down on the industry, down on the process. Um, you know, worst of all down in their mind, down on, you know, on themselves. But it's because from the, you know, from the get go, you were doing things the wrong way and it's a and it's an interesting thing because looking at it in terms of from a professional perspective this is why this is why 
the industry and the state of Michigan and the state of the country is in the position it's in where like we talk about or like we talked about last week you're not gyms aren't allowed to open well mm -hmm. because they're not taken seriously sure they're not taken seriously from a level of like well we know this is all just insane insane <laughs> it's work out until you throw up or drop dead uh don't eat any food consume weird elixirs uh, how many times have we had to have this conversation with people about like all these potions supplements yeah. that they drink right or or you know the uh our favorite the the pickle juice uh, conundrum you know it's like you know hey you're worried about your electrolytes so here drink this pickle juice it's all this weird it's just weird it's just that's the only thing that's the only way that i can describe it is it's got tinges of uh almost like religious fanaticism and cultism oh absolutely in it absolutely and it's got it just it just that's the only thing I, I know I'm a broken record here but it's just bizarre that that that's the only way as a rational functional adult of of sound mind and body I'm looking at it from an outsider's perspective stepping out of the industry for a split second and putting on my normal American everyday hat and I look at this shit and I go this is crazy yeah. <laughs> it's just no wonder no one wants any part of any of this stuff yeah so okay so to circle back around why do we feel like all these things are so you know such bizarro behavior because at the holistic revolution we like to look at the whole body the whole process you know, your whole being as in your, you know, mind, body, spirit type of deal, but not in like a woo-woo way, but more in these are all things that make up you, make up the person, the, the being. So all of these things need to be cultivated in a way that is A, sustainable, B, safe, you know, and C, in line with not our core values but your core values so starting with core values is always number one on the list what is core values core values are your beliefs your your wishes your dreams for yourself your um your values your morals your the things that make up you you know in your heart okay so these are the things that you know when you see i don't know an old lady crossing the street in the rain do you feel bad or do you laugh or do you go out and help or do you drive faster or you know what i mean like these types of things kind of are like your moral compass right do you feel bad when you hear sarah mclaughlin sing about puppies who are abandoned and, oh, that commercial's brutal you know do you feel bad <laughs> Or do you laugh and go, ha, serves them right, or whatever, right? So there's there's the different sides of, you know, your core values, and those aren't something that can be taught. Those aren't something that can be coached. Those are things that are within you that you need to get, you know, in tune with for yourself, whether that be meditation, whether that be journaling, whether that be however you want to do it. There, there's numerous, numerous ways. Yeah, so an easy example of that would be if you have, because our goal as coaches is we have to attach affirmative behaviors to your dreams. So when you ask people, and this is the first, the first problem that comes up is when you ask people questions like, and if you're listening to this podcast, you could do this at home with your family or people you work with. So what makes you happy? And you'll get this Americanized drivel, lip smacking, uh, well, nah, nah, nah. and then the culturally acceptable response, if they have them, is my kids. Right? They, yeah. they got some canned answer, which is hilarious yeah. because if you look in the parking lot of Target, you'll see plenty of parents cussing their kids out. <laughs> so. Uh, which doesn't necessarily mean you don't. Don't you don't love? Yeah, I get that. It's just very. It's interesting. So there. So we, and and go in, ahead. Interim. We have three young children. <laughs> okay, we yeah. love our children. And we love them. Yes, of course. Um. So, like, if you say, if you say, I want to lose twenty pounds, 
okay? And then client A says, I wanna lose 20 pounds. Well, why do you wanna lose 20 pounds? Well, because I wanna look good in a bathing suit. Okay, because okay. bathing suit season coming up. Sure, that's yeah. got one level of not to be woo wooish, but that comes with a, that carries with it a certain level of energy. Okay. Then on the other hand, you have client B, and they say, "I want to lose twenty pounds." And then you say, "Why do you want to lose twenty pounds?" And they say, "Well, because by losing twenty pounds, I'm going to have more energy. I got these kids to take care of. I got to work at this job. Maybe I work in a demanding job like a nurse, or I'm a public service professional like a." paramedic or a firefighter or something like that or I'm in the military or blah 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 mm -hmm. and I need to be in I need to be in really good shape and I know that I can benefit I can help other people by being my best thing sure that carries with it a certain level of energy and so like when the going gets tough and it will mm -hmm. eventually all like we tell everybody with with movement you know everything will work really well until I give you something that you don't want to do sure right and then we'll find out how committed you are right okay Everybody committed to exercise until until we hear burp, the word burpees. Then everybody not so committed. Yeah, for anymore, sure. Okay, so so what we in that like when let's say okay, uh, it's you got to train real early in the morning, or you got to go and maybe you're you know or sticking to sticking to a nutritional plan in social situations where it might be difficult. The the goal that has more developed core values and more developed a more developed thought process around it the the I need more energy because I got to take care of people because I got to do a good job at work because I can be the best person it's a I little can, bit deeper is gonna carry that person through more than the I just want to lose 20 pounds so that way I can look good for other people yeah, and then Jen would come in. You know what I mean? That that's that that is where that's where core the core values are the are the compass because they direct you in your decision making. And the more developed they are, the easier the decision making process is for you. Yeah, and Jen's coaching style would say, "Why do you care about twenty pounds? Why wouldn't it be eighteen? Why not twenty two? Where did twenty come from?" Why do you care about the number on the scale? Why is that why is that your marker? What happens if you lose 19? Are you still not going to be happy? Where is the happiness coming from? Why why does the number on the scale why is that making your happiness, you know, monitor raise and lower but that's that's you know, a different that's a different uh topic for a different time well and i think that that but that's a good point because it brings it to the thing of like we it always works better when you have willing participants and this is where you get into <laughs> in in every aspect yeah and this is where you get into down the line you have a lot of people that are going to it's almost like a it's like a form of a, a form of like mental slavery where it's like the like exercise, no pain, no. You hear these phrases, no pain, no gain, mm -hmm. beating a dead horse. Like you've got a lot of people, provided that gyms were open and running, that would show up there tonight at five p.m., go through the motions, be half dead, blah blah blah, mm -hmm. and go nowhere, just because they're supposed to do it, because they haven't investigated any of these things, and that's the first thing we talk about. Sure. Okay, and then you go into so. So like three of these things are restorative, core values, sleep, and food and water. And then one of them is uh, expending. That's the movement part. And you yeah, have to have- Yeah, so working out as opposed to working, working in. Yes, so three of them deal with working in and one of them deals with working out. And the way, and if you have an equation and you can, the better you can balance those workouts, those debits and credits, mm -hmm. the more healthy you'd be, the better off you would be. So. Yeah, you, everything in your life is taking away from your, your energy, well, right? You, getting up, dealing with kids, dealing with spouse, dealing with work, dealing with traffic, dealing with a dog, dealing with, you know, your cat threw up on the carpet or <laughs> whatever. All these things when you're late for work or you have to get to work because you have a big meeting or you've been working on a huge project at school or, you know, all these different things are, are taking energy from you. You have to invest energy to these things to get them done, right? So these are all outward things. So when you go to the gym for 90 minutes in the morning before work and then you head there 
after work for another, you know, 60 minutes on the treadmill or whatever to hang on for dear life, these are all outputs. So we're saying you need to have enough things in your day and in your, you know, your personal arsenal of things that you do that are balancing out all of those outward yeah, you can only have you can only have three there's only three things that take energy. It's breathing, thinking, and moving. There's three things that give you energy. That's sleep or rest, food and water. Okay? The the more the better you balance those two, uh, the better off you are. And you'll you see in society where okay, yeah, you can't sit around on your ass all day and not move and eat whatever you want, you'll gain weight. Sure. You'll get you'll be you'll become unhealthy. We have a huge problem in this country with people who are sedentary. Yes. They're just too sedentary, okay? Then on the other side of the equation, you have people who are on a on a frenetic level of energy. So and I'm sure many yeah, people caffeine, listening caffeine, energy yeah, drinks. I'm sure many people listening to this podcast know people who are constantly and they're running around and everything is Everything is very... They, living, they have to keep going, otherwise they will crash. They're living two minutes for every minute. Yeah. In, in a way, okay? So that person, so the person on the far left, they need to engage in a properly programmed movement protocol. They need to get their nutrition under control for, for their activity level. Uh, you know, they have their own certain concerns. But then over here on the right-hand side... Because remember, in America, we've in America we put a we put a major, major, major emphasis on just doing shit. So the human doing, yeah. not the human being. It's this rat race. How busy can I make my day? And then the busier mm -hmm. that I am, and the more that I post about it on Facebook and Instagram and show how busy I am, the more like I get off on people going, "Wow, look at how busy you are! You get all this yeah. done." And get, get, get. meanwhile, I don't let to let out to the public that. I don't get any sleep. I drink nine cups of coffee a day. I'm taking pre-workouts. I'm doing this. I'm doing the blah, 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 yeah, blah. I'm right? frazzled. I'm frazzled beyond belief. So I that person. I snap at anybody who comes near me. Yes. Yeah. And if, yeah. And if one thing goes wrong in my carefully thought out and planned out meticulous day, I blow a gasket. Yes. Okay. So that person needs to scale back their energy expenditure. They need to probably eat more food they need to look at rest so like maniac exercise programs which is the only thing that the fitness industry ever has to offer that's why the tapes always get harder that's why they never you know it's always more 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 like we talk about all the time mm -hmm. that wouldn't work for that person they would just further spiral them down the rabbit hole into the medical web yeah the same way that sitting on your ass all day long and not doing anything would further spiral the sedentary person yep. down the medical rabbit hole. And the medical rabbit hole goes like this. And we'll talk about this in future podcasts. First things first, you're going to get tired. The number one reason to visit a doctor pre-pandemic, whatever, was chronic fatigue. Mm -hmm. I'm just tired. You just talk, you talk to your average person on the street and walk up to them. They will, they will tell you out of their own mouth that they're, I'm just tired all the time. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Okay. So you tired. you stay tired for long enough, you get sick. Yep. You stay sick for long enough, you get ill. You stay ill for long enough, you get diseased. You stay diseased for long enough, you get dead. Yeah. That's the way it works. So how about we just avoid all that and we balance out and this is how we do it as coaches at the uh, Holistic Revolution is we like, um, what's the what's the nursery uh, rhyme? The, or the, the, the fable thing with the Goldilocks. Goldilocks, the porridge, right? It's okay, too, I didn't know where you yeah, were going, sorry. but yeah, so, yeah you're right. <laughs> it's, a, it's not too hot and it's, it's not, not too, too cold. It's not too hot and it's not too right. cold. Sure. It's just right. Yep. So the person who's super sedentary, we have a conversation about, hey, listen, do you enjoy your quality of life? Do you like being on this bag of this menagerie of pills, blood pressure, cholesterol, water, uh, so on and so forth? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Oh, so this and a, then this is a whole nother topic. Don't and get then me started. we and then we look at okay, how much rest do you get? 
Okay, that's that's there. Okay, what are you eating? Okay, here, how much water are you drinking? Okay, boom, boom, boom. We put all that together with their medical history and all that other stuff. And then we say, okay, you need to start moving. And then we devise a safe, professional, and inclusive movement plan that is doable and is geared towards the long term and makes small incremental progress over time. Yeah. You don't throw the frog into the pot of boiling water, right? Like you see on television, hey, I'm going to take a bunch of people who are out of shape and blown out and I'm going to scream in their face and make them work out for eight hours a day. No, that's a way to lose. Yeah, here's, okay? a, here's, a, small, here's a small tip, right? Free from, from me to you, okay? When you leave the gym, you should feel better, okay? And we can we can dive into that more if anybody cares or anybody wants clarification. But when you when you get done working out, quote unquote, right? Air quotes. You should actually feel better, more energetic, more clarity. You should feel good. As Louis Simmons says, don't take your dying breath in the gym. Okay. Or as Paul Check would say, you leave a little bit in the tank. Oh, there you go. See? Yes. Okay. So. You're welcome. Yes. Thank you, Jennifer. And then <laughs> now on the right-hand side, the frazzled person, that person, and, and we've, trust me, we have had to have plenty of these conversations with people. They come in, they're working out 24 plus hours a week. Again, on these maniac, a, a lot of these things fall under the term challenges. Anytime you hear the weight loss challenge, guarantee you, you just signed yourself up for like uh some neurotic behavior. A POW camp level of work output. I mean, it's insane, right? So we got, yeah. they have to draw back on the movement. That's a tough conversation to have because they've been programmed by society and their family and the news media and magazines to work themselves until they drop dead. Yeah. Okay. They've got to look at the water. They've got to look at the sleep. They usually have an issue with that because their central nervous system is fried. And then we have to look at the reasons why to go back to core values, the reasons why they feel they need to do these things and then are they really working and so on and so forth. So that's our, that's how we operate in a holistic environment. Maybe we should talk slightly about what we don't operate on in a holistic environment. Okay, so we, you come in and we talk core values, we talk sleep, we talk water, nutrition, and movement last. Okay, so now what do we not talk to you about? We don't talk to you about the things that other people associate with holistic health. So, a funny story, very quickly, when we, first, when we got our first uh, location, um, we had a building inspection, right? Because they gotta get ya. On the, on, the, on the building inspection, right? Uh, so we were preparing to get fleeced by the, uh, the city. Uh, and one of the people that came to the uh, inspection saw, saw holistic on the application. Like we're a holistic health facility, which all, all really traditionally holistic means is it means non-medical interventions. Sure. So we don't talk about doing surgeries. We don't give people uh, we don't prescribe pills. Yeah. We're not, we're not a doctor. We're not doctors. Okay. That's the me that's the medical establishment's game. We talk about non prescription pill. Yeah. Interventions. Okay. Yes. So he saw the word holistic and this guy commented out loud. He said, holistic. What is that? What, what, what does that have to do with marijuana? Now this guy was this guy was very old. To be fair to him, he was very old. But then, but that's what that word—that's the response that that word elicited to him. To him, to other people, I've I've personally heard, you know, well, what do you do? Have crystals and rocks? Yeah, and tarot cards. And tarot, and, and which is not holistic at all. So I'm a little confused by that. But people do have their own kind of skewed viewpoint of the term holistic like somehow holistic is woo-woo-ish well, it's, well, it's, it's a, weird it's different well, well i don't understand well, it well let's put it this way to, to put a to put a bow on it 
I think that because again, we're not trying to be. If you're in, if you're into that stuff, then fine, do your thing, man. If it's working for you, oh no, there's nothing. Whatever. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying in in terms of holistic health, it's almost like it gets. It's almost like it has been partnered with new agey type stuff. That's how I call, I call it new agey. Yeah. Okay. So I like mean, okay. your horoscope, tarot cards, rocks in your pocket. Um, the more esoteric and religious forms of yoga. Okay. Okay. Um, pot, um, which, and those are the big ones that come to me off the top of my, off the top of my head that yeah, I've actually let's, heard And let's people be say. honest, all of these things can be holistic. They can be used in a holistic lifestyle. Sure. But that is, you know, that's not, what we that's, do. that's not. <laughs> Well, that's not the definition of it, and that's not what we do, but yes, it can be. It can be, sure. So let's just, I just want to make that clear. And sure. there is absolutely nothing wrong with any of it. We are huge. Provided, pro it, provided it works for you. Provided it works for you. Mm -hmm. We are huge proponents on if it works for you, great. Do it. Yeah. So so that's, that's kind of what, uh, in a nutshell, what it's not. Because we get that because, you know, hey. Uh, we're on social media, our website, we put out a newsletter, we're doing podcasts, so people are genuinely, you know, we wear our little, we got our swag on when we're out and whatnot, and people come up and say, hey, what is that? What's that about? What? And then you, we break into the core value sleep nutrition and, yeah, movement, it kind of, it and movement spiel, people over and they go, bit. oh, it's not blah, and it's like, well, no, it's not that that might have a place in it you know your 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 whatever you're doing has a place in that but we would have to have a conversation about whether that that is that's working for you or not okay so so that's though those are the key things to summarize three things give you energy one thing takes away energy what are you doing to balance them out the better off you balance them the uh the better, better off, off you are and yeah. the less you are going to experience challenges. If you are in the throes of a of a challenge or a crisis, um, this would be a good opportunity to reevaluate what you're doing. What you're doing. And, you know, right now, I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic. It is time to uh, reevaluate what the hell we're doing. On a micro level, on an eye level, as Paul Check would say, I, we all, on an eye level, what am I doing? How am I contributing? Am I throwing wrappers out of cars and polluting the planet? Am I giving money to companies that maybe aren't so great ethically? In am line I, with your personal core yeah, values. Yes, sure. so on and so forth, okay? And then we, how are we together in a relationship, me and you? Or well, whoever's we're great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, not me. Or how? Or how? How are you in relation to another person? Right. So, like, I understand when 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 Jen ha Jen is herself, but then I also understand when we get together that I am fifty percent of Jen's issues, and Jen is fifty percent of my issues because we're in a relationship. 60, 40, okay. No, fifty fifty all the way. <laughs> okay. And then all, how do I interact with the entire? with everyone. So like the way this works in the fitness industry and how you see it applied negatively is that you have people that disseminate information that is either inaccurate, uh, false, or the do as I say, not as I do Yes. thing. Okay, so like it worked well for me. Well, yeah. just because it worked well for you doesn't mean it's gonna work well for everyone else. So they go out and they get into a one-on-one -on -one client situation and they tell someone that, um, some ism is the best diet. And then that person takes that information home and tells other people that, and then they tell other people and so on and so on and so on. And now you have, you know, the, you just need to eat 900 calories a day. Well, yeah. if you only exclude this food, well, if you only do this or this or that, so you have mass disinformation going on which messes people up yeah absolutely okay. all right so and this is where again we come back to your core values your 
getting in tune with what you need and why. And maybe you're journaling, maybe you're meditating, but you're getting in tune with your personal needs. Does a holistic approach work for you? Maybe. I mean, most likely, but you have to figure that out. And where, you know, and where, what, do, you, where what, do you fall on the, on the, on the scale? What, what diet, diet, which I hate, I hate the term diet, right? I need to go on a diet. If I go off on a tangent here, it'll be another half hour long. But diet is literally, Webster's definition is just what you consume to sustain life, right? It's not a negative thing. Again, diet, what I choose to, how I choose to diet, well, it's basically all you're saying is how you choose to eat. So are you choosing to eat to sustain your goals and your lifestyle and life or you know are you eating to sustain other things whatever but the point is you know if you need to lose weight cutting out any one particular food group or cutting out specific things will give you a short-term effect because you're cutting something out but is that going to be sustainable for you? It may be for somebody. It may be for you. It may be for somebody else. Yeah. They're, they're... These are all things that you have to figure out on your own. Please, everybody, stop with this. Well, so-and-so said to do this. Or this worked for so-and-so. You know, I have to only eat like a caveman because it worked for this person on TV. Well, did you see what they, did you see what they wrote in the China study? And then my next response is, are you Chinese? Correct. <laughs> they answer, then they answer, no, and then I say, okay, right? And if anyone would like uh, further clarification on this small side topic, you can purchase a book. Uh, it's called Biochemical Individuality. It's by Roger J. Williams, PhD. And the first, uh, I don't know, 50 pages or so will tell you exactly why no there is no one-size-fits-all diet. It's uh, impossible. It does not exist. And this is more uh, nonsense to sell you bullshit. Okay? Yeah, sorry. Side tangent. So, I get triggered on certain yeah, words. That's okay. And But if somebody offers to write you a diet, please steer away from it. Don't give them your money. It's not going... It, it may work in the interim, but it's not going to be sustainable for you. And it's like sustainability would only be due to you understanding the factors that go into um, what made it unique for you. It would be you adapting to it over time. So getting back to the, the pandemic thing is, you know, we talk a lot about the pain teacher or what we call the concept of the pain teacher um, where challenges and things are coming up in your life and they're useful tools to make yourself better so like I'm coming up with the challenge of my knees hurt so I've been I've had a knock on my front door from the pain teacher in the form of my knees always hurting yep okay so what am I gonna do and then you go from there so right now the pain teacher has visited the planet in the form of a pandemic called COVID-19. Yep. So are we going to heed the warnings or are we going to continue to engage in practices that are detrimental to the planet? Factory farming, uh, polluting the water like crazy, dropping bombs on people's heads constantly. Getting back to normal. Yeah, so on and yeah. so on and so forth. We don't want to get back to normal. Yes. This we need to heed the warning and make a new normal. And we need to move forward. We need to progress past where we are and fix the problems that we've created as human beings and and move past this and hopefully grow and learn. And that would be the same thing that a person would do individually when they fall into the phase of, I'm tired all the time. A hundred percent. It's the exact why, same thing. So why... 
you know, and there, and I can't tell you how many times we've had consults with people. It's like, well, has anyone ever asked you why? Why are you? Can I ask you why you're tired all the time? Can I ask you why you feel revved up at ten o'clock at night, but you're exhausted at ten o'clock in the morning? Has anyone talked to you about these things? Has anyone talked to you and asked you the reasons why you eat one time a day and then you eat like nachos? Has anybody ever? Right. Has, you know, blah blah blah, so on and so forth, right? So it's it's the same thing. So wherever yeah. you fall on that scale. And, you know, we can't help everybody. There are certain people that think it's just fine and dandy to eat, you know, to, to eat a certain way. Or there's some people that are fine and dandy on taking truckloads of pills from yeah. people I mean, in lab many, coats. How many times have we heard, it's just the way I've always been. It's just the way it is. Just the way I am. I hate to break it to you, but again, going back to the human body being a pretty phenomenal piece of machinery, you know, your body needs rest and recovery to function and it knows it's a little thing called circadian rhythm your body knows when to sleep and when to be awake well but people have also gone headlong into uh bamboozling themselves and insulating themselves in a well it's just the fake like a security blanket of it's the fake nature of all of our things right so we constantly have lights on in our house instead of when it gets dark outside you go to bed you turn artificial lights on well now it's light again so your body's like well wait a minute uh, do I go to bed do I not go to bed it's light right you got your face in a blue light constantly your 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 mind and your brain doesn't know what to think about that you know you're constantly go 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 going you know you're filling most likely filling your system with highly processed, highly chemical-laden garbage, you know. Not drinking any water. Not drinking any water. And even if you do drink, you know, a lot of water, is it coming from a tap? Because I hate to break it to you, that's filled with chemicals. Yeah, so there's a lot. And (laughs) if you're eating fruits and vegetables out of your average grocery store, that's filled with a lot of chemicals and the nutrients are basically gone. But the the key point is, let me stop you mid rant here. <laughs> the key point is you're very passionate and I appreciate it. Is that you gotta to the average person, you gotta meet they have you have to meet them where they're at and then they have to make the small incremental changes. So on that thing, like you know the power, you have experienced it yourself. You know the power of eating like trash. You know, you had your college days where you ate ramen noodles and Taco Bell all the time. And then now you understand the power of organic fruits and vegetables, eating primarily, you know, you you follow primarily plant, you eat a lot of plants. Yes. You understand the power, right? Well, you over time you had to make those small changes and and that's where we come in as qualified coaches, not to give you the difference would be to come in in the fitness industry and how many times have you seen this on television? And some nimrod in an Under Armour thing, them tight shirts, <laughs> come in and take someone's pantry and just throw all their shit in the garbage. Yeah. Well, you're getting rid of this and you're getting rid of this and you're getting rid of this. That's yeah. the exact wrong way to do it. So whatever level that you find yourself out there, if you only drink eight ounces of water, your goal for this week is to drink maybe 10 ounces of water. Or 12, or maybe add another cup if you want to be adventurous. Not go from eight ounces like this dumb shit you see on Instagram where people have the jugs marked off. 9 a.m., noon, 3, 6. Yeah, don't go from eight ounces don't to, go to a, a gallon. Don't go to a gallon. You go from eight ounces to something that's slightly more, so that way it becomes more sustainable over time. And and we're going to get into this in, in future podcasts, I'm sure. But that's the key. Where where do you find yourself? Are you happy with where you're at? Or are you not? Are there things that you would like to do? Are, things, are there things that are holding you back from what you'd like to do? You need do to, you know what you want do to do? Do you know what you want to do? You need to sit down and write that out and think about that. Because the number... So you have the goal. And to finish this up, you have the goal. I want to do X. The reason why these things don't last. And the reason why people fail nutritionally and they fail in exercising or movement and they give up and quit is because they simply ran out of energy. 
Yeah. It requires energy to change, just like you're seeing right now in this country. This country is being confronted and this world is being confronted with the most, the biggest problems we've ever had. Dirty water, dirty air, constant war, pan pandemics, blah, 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 blah. Yep. People worried about money, people worried about this and the jobs and the whole nine yards, where are their kids gonna go to school, all that, okay? So you have that on the one hand and then on the other hand, we are the sickest, fattest, slobbiest, people we have ever been so it's a dichotomy because if you ask most people they carry around an iphone in their pocket so they think that they're smart yeah because technology will save us no it will not okay so it's up to us so on the one hand we're smarter and we got more pieces of paper and there's more doctors and more therapists more trainers more fitness coaches more holistic health people than there's ever been before in human history and we're the worst off we've ever been yeah so the question then becomes, well, do we need another piece of paper? Do we need another uh, lab coat? No. We need to get back to the principles of holistic health, which are why am I doing, what do I want to do, and why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Okay. What's my dream? Mm -hmm. I need to rest. I need to eat real food and drink clean water. Yep. And I need to move. And how, what, are, how, what, are my, what are my goals? How am I going to rest and recover to make those goals happen how am how am i going to nourish my body to make sure that i have the energy to make those goals happen and movement how yeah. am i going to keep keep my body moving my blood flowing keep these nutrients being pumped through my body and how's that practice going to support those other three things how does, that, how does that practice support those other three things? Is everything has to move in concert. You can't say, that's why like everybody wants to get down on, I mean, you have your particular way of liking to train. Mm -hmm. You like to train that way. Sure. I mean, and, and now even more, there are, there's a lot of, like strength training has become, and gladly so, like a thing that a lot of women are into. You go back 20 years ago, there wasn't that many women talking about deadlifting 400 pounds right. and and benching and squatting and all these things that are traditionally male-dominated endeavors, number one. And number two, like heavy weights and the whole like, you're going to look like a guy thing, which is total bullshit, but mm -hmm. you know, so on and so forth, right? Tangent. Yeah. So like you're, that's the way that you like to do that. Okay. So you're doing, you're doing what you like to do, not saying, well, I'm a, I'm a girl, so therefore I need to just, I need to run. Or my domain is the treadmill walking on a 15% incline, hanging on to the top of for dear life. Yeah, or a spin bike or, or a spin bike or, or curling five pound dumbbells. No, you're going into. Yeah, jazzercise in the corner. Yeah, room. right. Those yeah. are, okay. And just like how, you know, maybe as how a guy would, a, a guy might face challenges is like maybe, maybe there, and there are guys out there because I, I mean, we know some of them and we follow people on Instagram and we're fr friendly with people. But some there are some guys who only want to do yoga. And if you went and you went around this area and you went and popped your head into a yoga class, you'd see that the place is 95% women. Yep. So, but that doesn't matter. That guy, if that guy, if that's what that guy likes to do and it's making him feel good and he's seeing positive benefits from it and everything else flows in line well then who cares that's like people constantly want us to validate what they're doing as like well see i'm runner guy and blah 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 isn't that the greatest and then oh i'm powerlifting person and isn't that the greatest and then it's like well no none of them are technically great on their own it's what you where they fall within you if you got, if you, how many times have you seen, or have you had had a conversation with a girl who goes to the gym and she freaking hates going to the gym because she goes to the gym with her boyfriend and her boyfriend wants to bodybuild and she could care less. So then, what does that do? That makes the person go, ah, oh, you know, I'm not really into this exercise thing, and then, and then they get a negative connotation to it, and then before you know it, they're out the door. Vers well, that's because that person didn't have strong core values. To begin with, yeah. they were at the gym because a boyfriend or a spouse or somebody drug them along, them along. or <laughs> didn't drug didn't drag them along, and they tagged along 
Yeah, and they got into a situation that they uh, they didn't like to do. So that's another great example. So as you can see here, we've got examples as long as the day is on how these things work. Um, yeah, this is kind of an unlimited topic. If anybody wants to know any more or in depth, um, even more so than we already did, let us know. We can we can spend some time on like one one particular facet. I mean, we're kind of yeah, we're just kind of hitting on a lot of things at once, and it feels a little yeah, we're throwing it overwhelming out there. maybe, but. But we'll do future, we'll do, how about we do this? How about we say this to finish up? We'll do future podcasts where, where we delve into one topic and we kind of break it down and we look at maybe the ins and outs of that of that particular topic. Maybe the ins and outs of core values or the ins and outs of sleep or the ins and outs of nutrition. So maybe we'll do that in the future. How's that sound? Sure. Okay, so to bring this whole thing wrap it up for a little close here we want to thank you for joining us thank you for sticking with us if you stuck with us this long and you know please come back for more please tell <laughs> please <laughs> please uh you know pass this podcast along if you found value in it if you like it um tell people don't don't hold it you know tight to the chest it's it's not just yours it's for everybody we want you know we would love for the message to get out um yeah and, even and that's if, uh that's about it I and think. even if you don't like it pass it around say listen to these two idiots how wrong they yeah. are <laughs> i couldn't disagree with them more so whether you like it or you don't pass it around uh we hope you found this beneficial and we will be back again next week with another podcast and another interesting topic so on that note, I'm Ken. And I'm Jen. And we are the Holistic Revolution, and this has been This Revolutionary Life. Have a great rest of your week. Bye, everyone.